Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Apple Podcasts, if you can do me a big favor, leave a rating and review. It, it helps me out a lot. So I know it's been a little bit since I've posted something. There's been a lot going on in my personal life. You know, life happens sometimes. Took a little bit of a break from the podcast, but I'm back in the full swing of things. And I appreciate everybody who followed up asking about the podcast. It, it really means a lot to me. I want to talk about a couple things today. Talk about the player test build, the PTB. Uh, for the mid-chapter update, uh, for Michaela Reed, it's a survivor-only chapter that goes live on October 19, but it's available on Steam to test right now. I'm also going to talk a little bit about skill-based matchmaking, and then we'll wrap it up. I do have a, another interview lined up for this week, so hopefully that'll be posted shortly after this episode. So be sure to stay tuned for that. So I tested the player test build. Uh, the new survivor, Michaela Reed, is a witch and super cute. And again, the release date is October 19. Michaela has two very powerful boon totem perks and one perk that's geared more towards newer players. And that's okay. Sometimes I think those of us that are really diehard into Dead by Daylight forget that there's new players that need perks that are maybe a little bit simpler for them to use. So all the rage with this update is the Boon Totem perks. There's Boon Circle of Healing and Boon Shadow Step. So Boon Circle of Healing, you bless a totem. It, it can be a dull totem or a hex totem, so you can simultaneously destroy Ruin or Undying, for example. It takes 15 seconds to bless a totem. And survivors within the Boon Totem range of 28 meters get 100% bonus to healing speed and unlock self-care at 50% of normal healing speed. And I did time it. It took me 17 seconds to self-care heal on a regular attack. There was no there was no sloppy butcher, anything like that. This has a lot of potential <laughs> in probably the wrong way. And I, I heard that if the totems overlap, you can get like ultra fast healing, like maybe 200% bonus to healing speed. I think this is very broken and should probably be nerfed. I'm guessing behavior will change it prior to releasing uh, Michaela Reed. I'm guessing that the people who have the boon perks will only be able to bless a totem once, or maybe they'll have like a t uh, tokens assigned to it, maybe two tokens so they can bless a totem once or twice. And even that is just incredibly powerful. It takes the killer 1.5 seconds to remove the blessed boon totem but this right now as it stands the survivor can re-bless the totem immediately <laughs> and the killer can't break the totem so as long as they can re-bless it you know spend 15 seconds they can uh bless the totem and this perk i think is really broken and can be extremely powerful especially in the late game like let's say you bless a totem in one corner of the map where two or three gens are already fixed the killer has no reason to go there now if they go there to break the boon totem the survivor can just re-bless it and all the while survivors are on comms and pressuring three gens that are potentially very close to each other or even super far apart i'm guessing they'll change so we'll have to wait and see 
prior to this chapter getting released, mid-chapter update. There's also another boon perk called Boon Shadow Step. When survivors are within the boon radius, scratch marks are suppressed and auras are hidden. Um, the scratch and aura hidden effects remain for four seconds after le- leaving the boon totem range. Now keep in mind the boon totem range is 28 meters. I tested this with my friend Dino and it's potentially really powerful with a perk like Iron Will. Dino shredded me with um, Demogorgon. He landed a hit and of course it takes him a couple seconds to recover before he can turn around and chase me. Now I was within the Boon Shadow Step range. He attacked me. I took a hit. I just ran in a straight line and left the area. He didn't know I left. I actually ran to the other side of the map, blessed a totem, and then healed myself. It, it, what is that, 32 seconds? It takes 15 seconds to bless the totem, and then another 17 seconds to heal myself. And he had no idea. He was still looking for me in the area. He thought I was still there. Again, I think these will be reworked prior to being released because it's going to be a real pain in the butt for killers to deal with these perks. I think it'll significantly change the meta since killers will have to waste some time seeking these boon totems and cleansing them. Now, thankfully, the totems do make a loud chime sound, so they won't be that difficult to find. But the fact that they can be re-blessed infinite times is uh, a game mechanic that is very annoying. And killers can't break the totems either so i think something has to change at the same time though i'm curious which perks survivors will remove to make room for boon circle of healing ever since skill-based matchmaking started there's only maybe two or three survivor builds and i'll name them right now dead hard iron will borrowed time decisive strike the second build dead hard adrenaline borrowed time decisive strike and the third build that i i'm seeing these days Dead hard, decisive strike, prove thyself, and borrow time. Do you notice a trend there? And I'll ask you this question. Do you think skill-based matchmaking was a mistake? I think it was. I don't need to 4K every time as a killer, but I'm getting really, really bored of facing the same builds over and over and over again. I played a game earlier tonight where um, I was... I was Getting them injured, uh, all the gens were fixed. They were nearly opened the gate. They opened the gate. And so I think I had like two or three. Yeah, three of them were left. I slugged one, injured one, down that person. There's two people down. Put one person on a hook. And before I knew it, I ate two decisive strikes. Now, the thing is, the hooks were really close to the gate. So I couldn't really take them to the middle of the map. If I didn't try to pick them up, they would have just crawled out. And I was like, oh my gosh. Now, eating two decisive strikes doesn't happen often. But the fact that it's it's a high possibility and I quote unquote tunneled them, even though, you know, I was getting them all injured, putting them on hooks. It just becomes such a weapon during the end game collapse. It was so ridiculous. They were good sports about it. They were really nice to me at the end. They were just like, oh, they, they were kind of apologetic. But whenever I try fun builds, whether I'm killer or survivor, I just run into all the meta builds and it's it's really, really boring. I'm trying to find ways to keep this game fun and interesting, but it's like, if you can't beat them, do you do we have to join them? Like, are we really going down this path where Dead by Daylight is esports? Now I'm curious though. Has it always been this way? Is it just the fact that skill-based matchmaking has been made public and is now in the game 
Are we just noticing it and blaming skill-based matchmaking? I'm not too sure. But if you watch me on Twitch, I do look at all the perks at the end uh, when I'm playing killer. And it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. And I know my last episode, I I talked about how the game is very killer-sided. And now I'm starting to question that. I'm not sure anymore. There's no straight answer for that. Because it, it depends. It, it depends what your MMR is. Depends what killer you're playing. Some killers are just not good. Like on Friday night, I was playing Bubba. Bubba's a fun killer. He is not a good killer, though, at the higher ranks. I was getting absolutely destroyed. I was getting maybe a 1K, maybe a 2K if I were lucky. Just, it's a tough time right now <laughs> for killers. And I, I play both. I play mostly Survivor these days. But I find that... uh I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts, though. Let me know on Twitter, in the comment section of this, um, anywhere, really. I'd love to hear your thoughts on whether skill-based matchmaking was a mistake. So we have a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm going to try to keep it as brief as possible because the PTB has been out for, I believe, a week now. You've probably heard this from other sources that are more reliable, more accurate, more entertaining, perhaps. But the PTB did see a lot of changes, and the game will see a lot of changes when it goes live on October 19. Now in the game, perks, items, and add-ons give you values for everything, numeric values. You don't see anything at, like, no more... No more of this moderately increases the heal time. Now it assigns a percentage figure. I'm just grabbing this number out of a hat. I don't know if this shows up. But for example, it says increases heal time by 20%. And it tells you how many charges it takes to get a full heal state. Or how many charges it takes to sabotage a hook. Stuff like that. And that's that's really cool to have. That information, I hope, will help people when it comes to building building items in the game and selecting which add-ons they should be using uh trapper is one of the killers that got a really big rework and he's very strong now base kit which means just by default he carries two traps now and if you want to carry three you can bring an add-on for that and when i was in when i was testing trapper i think his traps are a bit darker by default which makes sense you shouldn't have to bring an add-on to make them darker like that's his whole power and by default the map always spawns six traps i didn't realize this but it was always random it'd be somewhere between four to six traps would spawn on the map and that's ridiculous <laughs> there's a really interesting add-on for a trapper it's called a trapper sack all bear traps are carried at the beginning of the trial and there's one little catch you cannot pick them up it's a really really interesting add-on that uh, fills a gap trapper is as he stands now really bad because he has to go set a trap set it down go run around different areas of the map to pick up his traps go set those and it, it, it you'll lose three gens before you even see a survivor but this kind of add-on is really interesting and adds a really cool element there's also a really cool add-on called makeshift wrap trapper cannot be caught by his bear traps uh, it'll be they'll just be disarmed if he steps on it so that's really interesting there's a, a number of other add-on changes for trapper and i'm going to be talking about a lot of killers tonight um rather than just sit here and read them all off to you i'll leave a link in the show notes if you haven't seen it you you can check them out there are some other notable changes to other killers as well i'll go over them briefly wraith got a slight nerf uh his uncloaking speed boost duration is reduced to one second you know and you 
ring the bell and you become visible and then you can attack. It's down to one second. It used to be 1.25 seconds. And he has a really powerful add-on called All Seen Aura. The reveal range is decreased to 8 meters. It was originally 12 meters. It's a really annoying add-on that just gives the Wraith so much free information. For th- th- There's no drawback to using that perk. It's just ridiculous. Other killers, Hillbilly, Nurse, Myers, Plague, Ghostface, Blight, and Oni. And the Hag also had many of their perks rework. And rather than sit here and read them off to you, you can just check the show notes. But uh, it's really exciting. Really exciting time to look at these killers and see how how they'll be different. Pig got a major add-on rework, like a complete overhaul. They replace a number of underperforming add-ons and uh, add-ons that were not very popular. There's one add-on in particular where the survivors all start with traps on their heads. That one's pretty interesting. I think that will be very annoying for most people. Now, one thing to remember, and I'm not sure if everybody is aware of this, when Pig puts a trap on your head, it won't actually activate until a generator is fixed. That's when that timer starts. I think some people believe that the timer starts as soon as she puts it on your head. Just be beware, though. If a generator pops, like somebody fi- finishes a generator, if the pig is in the animation of adding the trap to your head, the trap does activate in that scenario. I didn't get a chance to, ch- to test this in the PTB, but that's the way it is right now. So when you all start with a trap on your head immediately, probably best to get them off first and then start fixing gins, but it'll be interesting to see how people approach that. Spirit received a major rework. Now survivors will hear approximately where she is while phasing. Now this means that Spirit standing still at pallets is no longer a viable mind game, but she's still really strong. She can still phase super, super fast. Survivors will know when she's phasing and where she is approximately, but she's still really strong. Now Scott John made a video about this. I suggest you check it out. He said... Spirit players will now have to start breaking pallets, which is something new to spirit players, but spirit's still very powerful. A number of her add-ons got reworked. Uh, Again, check the show notes. And she now has new terror radius music, which is pretty cool. Uh, Deathslinger got a slight nerf. He can no longer quickscope. You must fully aim before firing his weapon. Now, in the show notes, in the developer notes it says that time to aim is 0.4 seconds and then you can fire deathslinger must also wait before for the exit aim animation to complete before being able to attack which is point 0.6 seconds so if you aim and then decide not to shoot then attack you'll have to wait 0.6 seconds before you can make that attack in the past you could just quick scope quick scope quick scope and then attack and it was just a really boring mind game and it was just it was very boring and i hated it as survivor uh his movement speed while aiming is increased to 85 percent. it was 75 percent prior to the ptb now this quote-unquote nerf is more in line with killers that have ranged attacks think about demogorgon trickster huntress pyramid head nemesis they all have a slight delay before they can use their ranged attack Deathslinger never had a delay and i watched some people playing him he's still really strong a number of survivor perks were also reworked and here's just a few of the notable ones vigil recovery bonus increased to 30 percent it was 20 percent prior to that and it used to only recover exhaustion status now it increases the following status effects recovery speed broken exposed and oblivious for the people get a, a slight rework slight buff the broken status effect 
is reduced to 60 seconds. It was 90 seconds before. That's pretty cool. One of the major perks that got a rework was built to last. After hiding inside a locker for 12 seconds with a depleted item, 99% of its charges are refilled. Each use of built to last reduces the amount of charges refilled by 33%. So you can recharge a depleted item three times before it's fully depleted. I ran a test, <laughs> thanks to Dino, using a Ranger Med Kit with max charge add-ons. I was able to heal myself 16 times while using Streetwise, Built to Last, and Self-Care. That's pretty crazy. I can't think of any scenario where I'd need to heal myself 16 times, but there you have it. Other perks received a rework, and again, you can check the show notes. Guardian, which was formerly, formerly Babysitter, Windows of Opportunity, Repressed Alliance, any means necessary, and no mither. Yeah, some killer perks uh, did get a rework as well. Hex Retribution, Hex Blood Favor, Hex the Third Seal, Hex Thrill of the Hunt, and Fearmonger, which was formerly Mindbreaker. Again, you'll want to check the show notes for that. Overall, I would say Behavior did a fantastic job of this mid-chapter update. I'll be curious to see how the, the meta changes once boon perks are in play and once people have to sacrifice one of their meta perks for, for the boon totem. And uh, I, I'm eager to see how that all plays out. Uh, but overall, people are more or less very thrilled with this mid-chapter update. And I'm excited for the future. I, I, I love this game. I have a podcast on it. I stream on Twitch. <laughs> dead by daylight i also have a tiktok which is primarily dead by daylight content now just a friendly reminder you can find me streaming on twitch every monday wednesday and friday at 7 30 p.m pacific standard time i'm also on tiktok twitter or youtube just look up the crow show and i'll leave a link to my socials in the show notes i just wanted to thank you very much for listening i look forward to posting more episodes and stay tuned later this week i'll have an interview up with somebody I think all of you will love and appreciate. So be sure to uh, be sure to subscribe, follow all the good stuff, sign up for notifications, leave reviews where you can. Ratings really helps me out. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the fog.